How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. On the other side, I am Tim Wagner. What's going on, Josh? Hey, Tim. We are in May, which officially kicks off open water fishing season, in my opinion, the guy that doesn't know that much about fishing. <laughs> um, am I wrong? Well, you know, it's like we're coming up on fishing openers, so it's it's the majority of Minnesota is like this is when we're getting close. Everybody's this is when ready. it happens. Yep. There's a lot of people right. that are like, it's time to fish panfish as soon as the ice opens up. But Right, you know, right. So there's also people that stay out on the ice until it's fucking see through and right. that's crazy as shit. So, yeah, people falling it, through the ice all the time when it's like the, they're just like, you got to not drive trucks on there anymore. And there's always some redneck that's just like, I'll tell you when I fucking going to get off the ice, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got to go pull him out of the water because he fell through the ice. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, so every year, <laughs> and you always see it on the fucking evening news too. It always makes the news. It's yeah, it's the middle of April, and they're like, "Well, on Lake Minnetonka, they had to pull out an F three fifty. And you're they're like, always so nice about it too. Fuck? Yeah, they're always so nice about it too. They're just like eh, somebody fell through, so make sure that you're being safe out there because there are thin spots. They should just be like another person fell through the ice, obviously. <laughs> it's been it's been 63 for the past four days straight yeah um, <laughs> all right well we have a typical real af tv podcast fishing in the front random take in the back so for part one we're doing a fishing q a the internet has a lot of questions and the more time you spend on the fishing internet you go huh, shit we should talk about that. <laughs> There's if, a lot of questions out there that yeah. like make you could just talk about it. It's good, and it's yeah. just like nobody's really answering them that well on forums or like Twitter. Yeah. Too much troll. Yeah. Like it gets weird sometimes. And right. I'm not saying fishing internet's bad, but sometimes yeah. it's the internet. You know, I see. Yeah, because I see some questions. Like I see people answering them well sometimes, but you also have a lot of like super biased opinions out there that are just ridiculous. Like people asking just like, what do you think I should get for a rod and reel? And then somebody will hop on and be like, nothing, Abu Garcia. Don't touch the shit. And it's like <laughs> I have plenty of Abu Garcia stuff just because you <laughs> didn't use your reel right once and thought that it was garbage because you messed it up. Like, And it's just right. so dumb. People just want opinions. And, you know, obviously that guy gave you an opinion on one that, sucked or whatever but somebody just wants to be like what do i need to get started and somebody's just like fuck this company he's just like that's <laughs> right not what i asked that's right exactly exactly <laughs> plus, so we're gonna try to yeah. answer questions in not that fashion <laughs> right right and plus like we just kind of figured if people are asking these questions there's they can't be the only ones it's the same right. thing with everything I do. Like, I'm just like, there's no way I'm the only one that thinks this stuff. There's no way we're the only people doing these things. It's like, well, right. you know, there's got to be other people that are sitting at home going like, yeah. And plus, if you found this podcast, maybe you got some questions. So, All right. Here we are. That's what really FTV was founded on is learning, learning fishing. I like to well, help. Well, not making it suck. 
yeah, we don't want to make it suck unless you want it to suck. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want it to be boring, and that's why we're here. We're trying to mix a little humor in there. It makes you learn better. Um, and then in the second half, we are going to keep it video games all month long of, on May, but that's the... We're going to keep it video games the month of May, but that's for housekeeping, which we'll get to here in just a second. And our second half is going to be video games. We're going to do Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Your best Resident Evil, Tim. Come on. (laughs) What are you buying? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even play that one, but I know. I know what you just did. Resident Evil 4 is my favorite one. That guy that you just, the the one in the, 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 uh, he's like a market dude. Gosh dang it. Like a vendor. He is the market. There's yeah. a different yep. word that is just, what are you selling? <laughs> it would, he goes higher at the end. Sorry, I'll try it again. What are you selling? Nah, that was too <laughs> high. Fuck it. It's close enough. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. But we're going to talk about Resident Evil. Well, of course, we got to talk about the game. Resident Evil yes. 8 just came out. Like yep. It literally comes out the Friday before the Monday that this podcast launches. So it's on the market is what I'm saying. And, uh, but we're going to, we're not going to dwell on, let's get into some housekeeping. I'm just going to cut off there and go. We're on Patreon, dude. Yes. We are officially on Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is like subscription basically. So you can subscribe to real AF TV. Give us a little bit of money a month. There are tiers that we have set up and you get benefits based on those tiers, based on the amount of money that you give us. <laughs> and here's the thing. You control it, right? You give us 50 yeah. bucks this month and then walk away from it next month. doesn't matter. It's whatever you want to do. You're in control. Yeah. Patreon.com slash real AFTV. Just, That's just, right. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Like, don't just be like, I have to give you 50 bucks. No, you don't have to do nothing. This podcast is free. You can keep listening to it for free too, but with That's your right. support, we can get things done and that would be much appreciated. I maybe don't have to sit in the corner of my basement. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, there maybe, are. We, maybe we can make podcasting together happen more often. There's things that mm-hmm. we can do with your help and it would be much appreciated. And if you don't, want to do it then you know i just i know where some of you live just that's all i'm gonna (laughs) say (laughs) but yes thank you for mentioning the fact that the podcast is going to remain free i mean we're still on all of the platforms we're still going to be launching it on youtube and spotify and itunes and all of that stuff podcast isn't going anywhere for free we're sticking there don't worry about that podcast ain't going anywhere we are asking for your support on patreon.com slash real AFTV, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. So we can do more with our ideas because right now we have ideas. I mean, we have a whole Slack channel of ideas and it's just overflowing. Yeah. <laughs> we, can't, we just don't have the time and time is money. That's really what it boils right. down to. I mean, time and is money. Funds, That's an honest statement. Right. And funds that you guys help us out with are funds our wives can't try to tell us what to do with. <laughs> so that helps too. <laughs> it makes it easier to spend money on stuff for the podcast and the YouTube channel and all the other social media outlets and whatnot. And um, you know, maybe I'll get 
a fancier cup. <laughs> Other no, than uh, your Spider-Man 2 Homecoming yeah, cup. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, that's not what we would be spending the money on. But I just realized, yeah. like, I this is only the second time we've done this on the video, and I didn't realize until, like, just now that it, like, completely covers up my face every time I take a sip. <laughs> and it looks like such garbage, but I'm thirsty, and I need to have water to be able to hey, talk well so i apologize hydrated. next time i'll work <laughs> on a better cup but i'm not gonna walk away and try to find one now so <laughs> it is what it is for this time <laughs> oh that is great actually you can go to patreon.com slash real tv right now sign up and at any tier it doesn't matter and you will get the pilot podcast that will not be released anywhere else it's a patreon exclusive it was the first time we recorded this on video we did the podcast on video so there it is eventually down the road we are just so you know um we are going to go with video podcasts on the youtube channel it is going to happen and we'll continue to release the audio on all the other outlets but uh you know a little incentive to like go drop us a dollar on patreon and uh, see that pilot video so yeah it, I don't know why I kind of chuckled at it. It's not like it turned out bad. I mean, we did pretty good, but you know, we're learning the equipment and stuff, so we're not ready right. to go public with it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning things. Exactly. I mean, I got a handsome um, glass of booze over here, but that's ooh, not going to help. That just looks good. That's not going to help the hydration, so <laughs> So you gotta have the water. Um, also, I we put a we put up a two hundred and fifty dollar a month goal. If you guys get us up to two hundred fifty dollars a month, we will do a half Christmas special. Tim, what's half Christmas? Let the half people know. Christmas is in between Christmas. Well, Christmas is, I suppose, because you have Christmas and then the next Christmas. It's in between. Christmas because yeah because you got the Christmas from last year and the Christmas from your coming year right and then right in between is, half Christmas what is it June 25th is Christmas half Christmas is that yeah it's it like is? June 25th or 26th I don't really get how that works because I don't understand dates and also don't understand yeah. how leap years work although this isn't a leap year it's not the point the point is we'll do a half Christmas special if you half can get us up to 250 Christmas. a month um if we fall short of that come June, then we'll change the goal. But that's just uh, something you guys help us out and share the the Patreon. Get us up there because our Christmas special, if you ask me, is on YouTube. And it was a banger. I loved it. Uh, a lot of production. It was, it was fun. It was fun. Yep. So let's get into it. Let's, let's, let's podcast. Let's podcast about fishing. Let's do what we yeah. all came here for. Okay. We came here to podcast. We didn't come here just for the fishing. But... <laughs> fishing q and a let's hit it with this one right away because we're in that period of time where it's not bass fishing time it's not sport it's not sport fishing time i guess we'll i'll, I'll pull that word out from learning that from podcasts prior um but when the water's open you know and the docks are all in now and you kind of i i and the bass masters, you know, going hard. It's just like I could feel like I'm getting the itch to go bass fish even. Ooh. And uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you feel it. We got the uh. <laughs> but that could be a problem here in Minnesota. Season's not open, blah blah blah. A friend informed me. This is the question. A friend informed me it is illegal to use a crankbait out of season. Now that is something 
that relates directly to, hey, bass ain't in season. Can you throw a crank? Right. The answer is yes. I also wanted to say real quick that just these questions are real questions from people, but we're not going to divulge anybody's names or anything because we don't know if they want us to. So we're just going to ask their question. So if you listen to the podcast and you hear your question, you're just like, why did they give us credit? Because I don't know who you fucking are. (laughs) (laughs) Because these are just gathered from across fishing internet. and um, Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anonymous. But but if you do listen and you hear your question, you're just like, hey, that was awesome. Let us know. We'll give you a shout out. You know? Hell yeah. You gave us some content. I'll I'll definitely be like, yeah, that, you know, these people said it. But anyways, yes. Uh, is it illegal? No, it is not illegal. It is illegal to target fish out of season. So mm-hmm. if you went with the intention of trying to catch a bass or a walleye or whatever it happens to be, that is illegal. So part of it is kind of convincing the... Um, DNR officer, which is what we have in Minnesota. We learned in one of the other podcasts that they're not DNR in every state. So right. whatever mm-hmm. your, your conservation wild, officer. Yes, conservation, conf, confrontate, confrontation. <laughs> confrontation officer? officer. <laughs> Con- confrontation cop. <laughs> whatever your conservation officer is called, like you got to know what you're trying to do because you – it shouldn't be like you're trying to pull a fast one. Those re- the seasons are there for a reason. So right. don't learn the rules to try to pull a fast one on one and just be like, hey, I told him I was totally going for white bass when I was going for walleye. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that would work, but don't do that, you know? Right. So, but like I, I used white bass as an example there because like white bass and crappie, there are smaller um, crankbaits like uh, oh. Rattle Trap is a famous uh, guy. I can't remember his name. Is it Bill Lewis? Some. It's like the original okay. Rattle Trap. You can find them everywhere. They're just a, gotcha. a lipless crankbait that vibrates real fast, and okay, uh, they make a mini version of that for like crappies and white bass are kind of. They're panfish, and they're in that same kind of category. They got big mouths, so those fish will try to hit something a little bit bigger than a sunfish. And sure, um, they make crappie sized crankbaits. There's a bunch of different stuff, or a bunch of different manufacturers that make crankbaits out there for crappies and stuff. So you can use crankbaits, but then it just comes into like a size thing, you know. Like if you're using, I think I said mm-hmm. it on one of the other episodes, you know. If you're using like a walleye tail dancer where the bait is that long and then you got a bill that long and you're getting it to dive, I mean, you wouldn't be fishing something that's diving that deep this time of year anyways. Yeah. For, the, for the audio listeners, how long are you talking there? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I'm talking, <laughs> <laughs> we're learning. Uh, we're learning. Like, like, five, like a five-inch long bait would be something that you're definitely mm-hmm. not going to convince anybody that you're throwing for crappie. <laughs> You know, right. You're just like, yeah, I always throw baits half the fish's size every time. (laughs) (laughs) When I go fishing for muskie, two footer every time. And and that's only because that's the biggest one I can (laughs) handle throwing. I'd be throwing a three footer if I could 
figure out a way to launch that thing, but I get so damn tired. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's totally legal to throw crankbaits, but it's that whole targeting thing. Just make sure that you know what you're going for and know the seasons mm-hmm. that you're going for because there are some weird uh, rules like bass you can fish for on fishing opener, but you can't keep them for another two weeks. So there are rules where you're allowed to target them, but you can't actually mm-hmm. keep them. So just sure. know that stuff. Just, you know, when in doubt, look in the DNR stuff. And you can get PDF files of the whole guide on your phone. Like download right. it instantly. Bam, you have it. Yeah. So. Good point. Good point. I really liked that you said you can catch fish. So like you can go bass fishing during walleye opener. Mm-hmm. You just can't keep the bass and so right when you're downloading your regs for when you're downloading your local regs because that's that's in minnesota you know i don't know how widespread that is across the united states but like those are the sort of things that you really gotta train yourself on you know or you gotta like that's why this this is what i want to say is that's why we always talk about hey ask somebody listen to the real AFTV podcast like get a yeah Get a person who knows what they're doing to get you started. It's just going to make things easier and faster because even that little tip right there, what you said, Tim, is enough to make someone like me who's still learning go, all right, when I get the regs, I need to read about bass. Like do a control F, look up the word bass, and every time it hits, read everything there is to read. Um, yep. Like we did that in our last part in the last episode on episode 20, when we did the whole ep- uh, front half about crappies, we went through several things like that and how it's different on the borders and of your, of our state and stuff like that. It's just don't read up, right? Yeah. Fish educated, yeah. I guess is what I'm yep. trying to say is like, don't, don't go out there just willy nilly. Anyways, we got a load of questions and let's, talk about a boat let's talk about boats right quick i don't we're not going to do a ton of it but like i just saw this question talk, and i thought let's talk about it <laughs> let's let's talk how do i not even do my minnesota accent what the fuck <laughs> just blew it you turn like english <laughs> let's talk about it talk about it uh anyways let's talk about boats quick um the can i use Lower unit oil in my outboard. Yeah, that one. I was just like, wait, yeah. in an outboard. That's the kind. Of, so I'll, I think I can describe the engine type yes. correctly. An outboard motor is the kind that hangs off the back of your boat. It's, it's right. basically completely exposed. The engine is completely exposed. Yes. It just hangs off the back of the boat. Then you would have an inboard, which you see on most sport sporting boats. Recreational boats is what I would call them, I guess. Like speed boats is the old term that you learn as a kid where no engine visible whatsoever. It's usually just a giant compartment in the back that you sit on and and drink beer while your buddy's wakeboarding out the back. Yeah, most most people, there's like runabouts and there's wakeboard boats and stuff like that. Yeah, so you're definitely nailing it. And some some of them have jet engines like a jet ski too. So Like a jet ski with a bigger engine yeah right same same propulsion method yeah same shit yep right 
So yeah. So what is the, what does this even mean to to use lower unit oil in an outboard motor? Okay. So a lower unit. Um, basically, think of it like this: an outboard motor is the transmission and the motor in one piece. Because ah. you have the motor up here, like on the top, and then that shaft that goes down to the prop is basically the transmission. So that's where all the gearages and all that stuff. Sure. And the lower unit is where all the gears are. And the lower unit, it's it's completely different oil. The there's oh. that's like gear lubrication on the bottom. Yeah, and then I was going to say top, it's the same concept in a car when you think about it, right? Like yeah. there's engine oil and then your there's, transmission has yeah. transmission fluid. Right, it'd be the same. Okay. Yeah, it's like the same idea. So it's like, okay. no, you can't put transmission fluid in your engine. So, <laughs> so <laughs> right. like I'm not trying to be like, no, but like when I saw it, I'm like, oh shit, people don't know this. <laughs> like you need right. to, you need to know that because you... I guess I don't know how bad it'll screw up your engine, but it's not made for it. And just look, just right. find the specifications. Like she had an older motor, the lady that mm-hmm. was asking. Yep. And like, just check it out, figure out what it is. Like you can find that stuff. I don't, I would assume that you can find it just like you can find it with oil for any other stuff, like mm-hmm. where the oil filters and stuff mm-hmm. go into you know, Fleet Farm and they have that book. I don't know if they have a book like that for right. boats, but online you can definitely find something. And they have their own specifications. Like yep. I think uh Evan Rude takes like Quicksilver is the brand or whatever. And they're just, it's sure. like there's like specific oils made for your engine, but mm-hmm. for sure lore oil unit is not. It's that's like gear lube. It's completely different. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, that makes. I mean, hopefully people get the references to cars, but I mean, I think most you know most people have a vehicle or have ridden in a vehicle. There's, there's, it's a, it's a lot easier, I think, to relate to. Maybe not in an efficient podcast audience. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I would think that if you have a boat, you have a vehicle. Right. Like that'd be pretty weird <laughs> to have a boat with no cars. <laughs> yeah, but also to the people that don't really have the boats, like hopefully come in here and right, and right. learning something. But the car, like the car reference, I just think is more it's a there's more boats. No, there's more cars on the road than there are boats in the water. So Yeah. I mean for sure. When it when you're talking about this kind of boat. So yeah, that makes uh that makes a really you make a really good point there. Now this this next question um, we did a whole podcast on the history of the fishing rod. We mm-hmm. we went into some good detail, and we've talked a lot. You know, in only twenty one episodes, we've talked a lot about slip bobbers. I feel maybe it's only a couple times, but I feel like we've had a lot of good conversations about it. So when yeah. I saw this one, I was like, "Huh, yeah." So I'll read the question, and then then we'll get into it. I was curious about purchasing a new rod. Can you use a micro guide rod effectively for slip bobber fishing? So the answer is probably you probably could mm-hmm. if you really needed to, but I wouldn't. I mm-hmm. have used it like <clears throat> I have been out fishing where all of a sudden like 
given what was going on and knowing mm-hmm. that there was fish there and couldn't get in the bite, I was like, maybe a slip bobber would work. So I have tried it with a mm-hmm. micro guide. And one thing I didn't think about until I actually used it is the micro guides are so small because basically a micro guide is just, or like other people refer to them as eyes, the eyelets or whatever. Yep. Uh, they're and that's the, actually what made me think about our yeah. podcast about the fishing rod. It's like yeah. going to the parts in that episode. So if you're, you know, if you're looking for it. Yep. Yep. Check it out. We explained it well there, but um, yep. the line that's where the line goes through and the micro guides are just like what it sounds. They're tiny. So yeah. a bobber stop when you're slip bobber fishing is basically just a knot that stops the line from going through your bobber. And when you're reeling it up, it'll get snagged on those, especially when you're fighting a fish. Like the pressure oh, of yeah. the fish pulling it when the line hits, the the yeah. bobber stop hits those um, micro guides, it'll move the bobber stop. So a lot yeah. of times fighting the fish isn't a big deal, but every time you get the fish in, now you're resetting your line and trying to get the depth right and everything. And you, right. you know, you just caught a fish. You were in the right spot. Now you got to try to get it to right where you had it again. Right, and right. That makes it tough. And trust me, like... You don't have to have a micro guide for bobber fishing. So I guess if you're hard up and it's the only rod you have and you want to use it for other stuff and then Mm -hmm. like sometimes bobber fish, I think you can get away with it. But I think I would rather just go with a better rod that doesn't have micro guides because the blank does a lot of it for you as far as sensitivity goes. So you can get a good rod that you can fish other stuff with besides bobbers. Mm-hmm. And then without the micro guides, it gives you that option to use bobber fishing. But if you were like, if you were just looking to use it as like a bobber fishing rod, that's pointless. The micro guides, <laughs> the micro guides give you more sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You don't need extra sensitivity to watch a bobber go under the water. It's just, it's just pointless. So, right, right yeah, you know, the the bobber's gonna go under. It's already as sensitive as its buoyancy. Like, yep, that's all there is to it. So, yeah. in this case, it's like I'm curious of buying a new rod. Would my this? It 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 sounds to me like the question is being asked: What do I? What kind of rod do I get to go slip bobber fishing? Uh, I've heard about these micro guides and. I guess slip bobbers, I'm probably going to be pan fishing. So sensitivity is probably a thing. It's just like, that's not necessary. That is not the right. case. That is, they're not related in this, nope. in this question. Not at all. When you're bobber fishing, like if you want to like upgrade your bobber fishing capabilities, I don't know, like get brighter colored bobbers so you can see them better. <laughs> so you know when they go under. Get them glow in the dark ones that have that work at night and yep go out at night i got them man i got a couple phil phil makes glow in the dark ones and then there's still in a couple of different companies that actually make like little lights that go in your bobber so they're like legitimately illuminated not just glow in the dark oh nice but like an led i would assume an led at this point i don't know oh yeah but, yeah they've yeah. been an led diode for a long time because they were so tiny right yeah they just used to yep. cost a lot more money so. <laughs> right yeah leds have come down significantly in price in the last oh, 10 years <laughs> crazy 
Uh, all right, next one. Uh, let's see. Looking for a good rod and reel for casting lures and live bait. You, <laughs> I love your note on this. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break through the production, and I'm just gonna say, I love your note. It's like, that's not a question. Right. But I still have an answer for it. (laughs) That's what what I put in there because it's like it's not a question, but I'll answer it for you. (laughs) I'm looking for a good rod and reel. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's half of fishing. (laughs) Right, right. So, but no, um, looking for a good one to, to, you know, spinning reel and rod is what you should be looking at don't for both for the combo of throwing lures and throwing live bait yes live yeah i think the live bait would be harder to throw but also with a question like that i'm just gonna assume you're a beginner like no offense but like it's just so vague that you're just like yeah you should probably go with spinning because that's gonna help you out um, just because the spinning, when we've talked a little bit about it, but the spinning is just a, easier to get a hold of, get your mind. It's easier to use. It's a, in, it's an easier tool to use, I guess. Right, right, than right. Other, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Than other, uh, than other reels is what I'm trying to say. It, it's the, I don't want to call it a beginner reel, right? Right. No, it's not a beginner reel because it does take some skill. Like you have to open the bale and like hold the line with your finger and stuff. Like you have to learn what you're doing, but it's sure. it's a lot easier because the bait caster is so much more to it where mm-hmm. you're if you don't stop the line from coming out, then you just fucked up your whole day. So <laughs> <laughs> Actually saw a guy who I just saw a video on social media. He just, he threw it and it backlashed so bad that it, the whole rod just flew out of his hands into the water. Really? I've seen. Yeah. Like so it that, just snagged, it just ratted up and it had so much momentum. It, yeah. That was probably like some, he must've had like some stronger braid or whatever. I've had that happen before with, uh, bigger musky lures and I spazzed mm-hmm. out so hard on one of them. <laughs> I had a live target is a company that makes really realistic looking baits. And I had a big live target perch and I was casting and I had an older Abu Garcia reel. And like, I I tell you that because they have these old, they they're like shaped almost like a pop can. Okay. And that was my first musky reel. And it wasn't, it's not even really quite a musky reel. Okay. But like that's what I was using it for. Um, mm-hmm. And I casted and I backlashed and it caught and the line snapped. Like if the line wouldn't have snapped, oh. it probably would have been able to pull. But because of sure. the force, plus also hold on to your rod tight. You never know what's going to happen. Like you can't, <laughs> just, you can't just cast and like hope that nothing pulls on it. But yeah, um, that thing snapped and that lure was like 30 bucks so it like is like and it snaps and it's just like 30 dollars <laughs> 30 dollars just flying just through the go. air and i was like slapping the rod on the water and stuff and then there was another boat next to me and i didn't even like notice them 
I might have <laughs> saw him, but I and I'm just like, God damn it! I'm sm- like hitting the water with the rod because I'm like, not only did I lose this lure, but I have to like retie everything. I had a leader on because I'm fishing for muskies, so I got to go find a new leader and like all this shit. And like in that moment, I'm just like, I have work to do now. I just want to fish, and like I look up. And the guys are like staring at me, and I'm just like, lost a musky lure. And they're both just like, yeah, we get it. And then they just keep <laughs> going. <laughs> I get it. I yeah. got it. But to so, answer the question. Yeah, back to the question. Yes. So, what I'm guessing is that you're kind of just looking for like a good all around rod and reel setup. And I personally don't think that there is one rod and reel that'll do every job that you want. Yeah. So if you're not going to go a lot, then get one that's a good middle ground. Like I, what I'm suggesting is like a Fluger president combo is a great place to start. Um, that's a two piece rod for most of them i believe so that's kind of up to you you know like if you want a one piece 10 more bucks i'll get you like a one piece with something that's super high Mm -hmm. quality too like i know it's kind of a horse a piece like there's a fenwick um night hawk i think is what it's called okay it's a nice rod and then it has a fluger reel on it that's not quite the fluger president and i think that's oh. like a hundred bucks and that's a one piece rod and then there's also and you just buy this combo just like already put together yep already put together yep yep that's nice. why I'm, that's why i'm throwing this out there because i think it just makes it easier for you when you're a beginner to like not try to be i see so much of that stuff too people are like what do you think i should get and somebody's like i would get this 150 dollar rod with this 150 dollar reel and you're just like yeah, okay. I don't think that they're at that level yet. So how about you chill right. on go spend three hundred dollars? <laughs> so right. but uh like there's that Nighthawk one, and I I might be getting it wrong, but it's something real close to that. I believe it's Nighthawk. And then there's um the Fluger President. The president reel is phenomenal. That reel is sells for like sixty dollars by itself. You can get the combo for eighty five bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's like you and and that that differs too a little bit depending on what rod and reel setup you go with. Like the sure, smaller micro light is cheaper. Obviously, smaller stuff just costs less to produce. So right, less materials, less money. Yep. You know, for the most part. But yeah, um, and that. Like a seven, I would say like a seven foot medium and then a fast action if they have that. Um, If not, like a medium, medium light somewhere in there. On the reel or on the rod, it will tell you like what weights it's suggested to be able to throw like by the ounce. So Hmm. keep that in mind too when you're talking about like what you know, to throw lures and live yeah. bait, like, I don't know what you're throwing. So just like, look at the, on the box of your lures, it'll tell yeah. you the weight. It'll tell you how many ounces that lure is. Very good. So just yeah. make sure that you have a rod that can handle what you're throwing. But right. also that's where I say to start. So get yourself like a seven foot 
medium and then try to keep in mind of when you're fishing if you find stuff that like for this lure it'd be really nice if this thing would be different mm. Mm. you okay. can make that happen that's why there's so many lures and so many <laughs> that's why there's so many rods and reels because right, there right, is right. stuff to hone in on every single thing where you're just like and I think that's where you get people that are just like, eh, fuck Abu Garcia. It's because you didn't have the right rod and reel for what you were trying to do, and it didn't go right. to your liking. Yeah, right. So for sure. Just, for sure. You just got to tweak it, you know? Go to Flea yeah, Farm yeah, and walk through, and you'll see just tents of rods and reels <laughs> for days. Yeah, yeah. basically your local, your local shop, whether it be a local, you know, a big sports store or whether it just be your local tackle shop is like you should pretty much see tents yeah of rods and even though they all to the layman walking by look the same you when you go in there it's just a whole row of this white you know nighthawk i'll just use whatever you know yeah but as you walk down it's like oh that one's six five and that one's six seven and that one's seven two you know and then they mm-hmm. have their different their their different actions that you've talked about before and yep. yeah yeah it gets crazy and actually you know to to bring it back to another podcast this is episode 10 uh we talked about a beginner tackle box and the cost of a hobby in the same episode which of course has mm-hmm. tons of overlap at fishing being your one of your biggest hobbies and it, it really goes to what you're saying is don't overdo it. Don't listen to, you know, like we said at the beginning, it can get really blurry on the internet. You know, there can be the like trollier, like, like cocky types. Just go get this $150 reel and this $300, you know, right. rod reel setup. You're going to be the best ever. It's just like, no, 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 no. The cost of a hobby is something you really need to take into consideration. It's just not, it's just not necessary. Don't be that guy. Don't be the first, right? First time throwing, nothing. First time throwing a artificial bait. Here we go. Right. Three hundred bucks goes in the fucking lake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it it rats nests and just grabs it and pulls it out of your hand because you weren't holding <laughs> on to it. Just like I also think of like the same thing with the person asking about the micro guide. Like they're just like I want yep. something for like this person was asking for a rod that can also throw live bait assuming maybe you're throwing like a bobber and people might be just like go and get this rod because it's dope and you never took into consideration that that has micro guides and she might be fishing a slip bobber and that just doesn't work very well she wants an all around give her a good all around you know that's right that's what we're that's what we're here for try to be helpful there's always these people that they're just like on that bandwagon. <laughs> right. It's like the same. It's like the kids in high school when you're just <laughs> you show up in in your Mazda and everybody's like fucking Mazda, bro. Fords. I only drive Fords. <laughs> just like, what is your deal? Like, you, you got to be mad at me because I don't drive the because I same make that you like. Right. Yep. <laughs> and you're just like, like, why? What? <laughs> what is that even, why right go find the right thing that fits you right and just and do that like what do you need go go get it you know what i mean 
It's just like, don't over, don't overthink it too much. Just get what actually works. Yep. Uh, I'm going to, let's switch it, let's switch it up a little bit because this is come, this is, this completely related to the upcoming weekend here in Minnesota. It, we are launching the podcast on the Monday before what we here in Minnesota call fishing opener. Yes. And what is that? Just do a quick brief. What does that actually mean to us here in Minnesota, Tim? Fishing opener means that you can now legally target bass, walleye, and northern pike, and you get to keep walleye and northern pike, and walleye being our state fish because it's fucking delicious. Um, <laughs> that's what everybody like. There's some people that just love fishing for the big fish, so you get to go and catch the northerns and um, walleyes are are fun to fish for and eat, and that's a lot of what you know. Some people that's all they fish for is the walleye. So yep. yeah. Now yep. we get to fish for them. We haven't, like we talked about with the lures and the crankbaits, you know, we can't legally target them. If right. you catch them on accident, that's a different story, but you can't legally target them until yep. May 15th this year. The opener changes from year to year, but most, right, right. mostly so, yeah, it's like almost I said, always on Mother's Day. So <laughs> It's almost always on Mother's Day. Yes, that is the old Minnesota Or Mother's Day thing. weekend. Mother's Day is Sunday, right. opener is Saturday. So. Yes. Yep. And that's the old Minnesota like fisher thing. Yep. Anyways. And moms so, fish free. Oh, shit. Do they yeah. really? I think it's all ladies. Yeah. I, it might just be, I don't know if it's moms. I can't remember. But for sure, moms. Say, that's a weird thing to prove, though. It's like you have to be out yeah. there like with your baby. <laughs> I'm a right. mom, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, on, on Mother's Day, you can take your mom fishing without a fishing license. Kick ass. Yeah. Didn't know that. Hot tip. Hot tip. So that's that it was the walleye that we were that was leading into the next question. And of course, we have a major city, two major cities that the river basically splits in half here. And that's why they're called the twin cities, because it's they were just they just built up on either side of the river. So someone asked the question, would you eat walleye off the Mississippi? near downtown Minneapolis. And so basically, again, rivers through two big cities. Oh, oh, river through two big cities. And now remember, we're near the beginning. So this is the top of the river. It's going through two major cities. Would you eat it, Tim? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, no, don't. Start, I, I, be, before I even finished the question, you were just shaking your head. I, I was shaking my head. No, the no, whole time. No, 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 no. I know the whole time I'm starting the question and you're just shaking your head. Don't do it. For the, not, for the folks that are going to catch this on video. Not unless I you're mean, like, only on audio. Right. Not unless you're super hard up and, you know, you're starving or whatever. Then go ahead, you know, like take yep. your chances. But like uh, yep. because we talk about video games, uh, it's yep. like Fallout. Like you eat one of those fish, you're gonna get some of that radiation poisoning. Like your health bar is going <laughs> down, but don't eat the. The real big problem is the mercury contents, and I I'm not a yep. scientist. I can't tell you why, but they're the higher, the closer you are to the big cities like that, the higher the mercury content is. You got to get yep. yourself like some good fresh water. Those fish 
yep. are you can find it in the regulations. It literally says like do not eat more than like three fish in a month. Yep. It's like yep. you're gonna get mercury poisoning. <laughs> they're they're basically saying you're ingesting a little bit more mercury than we would yes advise you to do uh but yeah yeah no you're 100 percent right i've actually done a little bit of because i love eating fish so i've done a little bit of research on this yeah. uh, mercury thing go ahead i was gonna say since we made a reference to c lab 2021 before on this show as well there's even a yeah. uh, episode on that where they reference it and there's like this giant whale one of the guys like got electrocuted or whatever. So it's like a weird dream sequence. And there's like this giant whale talking to another fish. And he's just like, did you know that the average fish has more mercury in it than an anal thermometer? <laughs> and then the other fish is like, what? And he goes, would you eat an anal thermometer? <laughs> and the other fish goes, no. And then he goes, I would. And eats the little fish. <laughs> oh my god that show was amazing oh good stuff (laughs) oh but but yeah i mean dude you're right it's near the cities as near a bigger city there's just more chemical runoff and all that shit like that and so you do um end up with basically contaminated waters. I, I'm not yeah. saying there's anything wrong with fishing them. I'm not saying that like, no, no. if you need it, go ahead and eat it. But I wouldn't yeah. go there to go food fishing. No right. fucking way. Yeah. Dude. No. And like it says, you can get away with eating them, but they're yeah. just like, yeah, don't eat too much of that. Just, yeah. just give yeah. you a warning. Sure. And just like, I'm just like, we have access to so many different bodies of water here. I'm not going yep. to the ones that are just like, you probably shouldn't eat many of these fish. And it's like, <laughs> that to me is just like, then I should not eat any of those fish. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the thing is too, is it, it works its way up the food chain. The mercury works its way up the food chain because the, the, the plankton will eat the mercury filled grass and then mm-hmm. the plank and then the sunfish eat the plankton and then the walleye eat the sunfish. So that's and then the how big it whale works. eats the anal thermometer. And then the- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so do you want to give a, do you want to give a little bit of a, a lure advice too to this next question for the walleye or should we just move on and, and save that for, for a different time? Mm, let me what, know be honest what question are we is, talking about now what is your favorite go-to lure for spring oh, walleye yeah is my the question favorite, my favorite go-to lure and it like i know like people might be biased and just be like yeah that's not really you know lure hey this is my favorite way so i i like and i'll give you a specific jig head hopefully that gets everybody i love fishing a jig and a minnow I can feel when the minnow is moving and I can feel like it. there's something to it where I know that like the minnow's down there doing its thing and it gives me more confidence mm-hmm. because I know that my bait's wiggling even when it's st- sitting still. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, dude, I would eat it. They're going to eat it. <laughs> but I like a chartreuse color, which is like a bright green. Um Green, knuckle yellow. ball yep. jig head and say that again i I, the, I heard what you said but it's like what was it 
Knuckleball. Okay, I didn't hear you it, right the first time then. <laughs> oh, knuckleball. Okay, knuckleball. Yeah, knuckleball jig head, and it is made by fintech, I believe, is the company, and it's knuckleball gin, gin tech. I almost said we're getting into some weird like. Sounds like some sort of a martial arts. Yeah, the, knuckle, the knuckleball gin tech technique. <laughs> <laughs> that. But the yeah, fintech I believe is what it's called, and it's a knuckleball jig, and uh, eighth ounce, eighth ounce, oh, knuckleball jig, sure. and then possibly sixteenth ounce, okay, in, in the early spring, you know, like if a cold front moves in and I want to fish real slow, I'll go sixteenth ounce, okay, um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite. I just love All it. Right. There's a lot more that you could use, but I'm just telling you my favorite. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we got a we got a time restraint because we have, you know, we're the hour long podcast that goes an hour and 45 minutes. So yeah. we got a list of questions here, Tim. Which one do you want to pick out before we wrap up our fishing topic before we get into Resident Evil? Because I got I got one, but that's because I'm biased towards catfish. Fucking love oh, catfish. Yeah, I will. We can answer that question, and let me—I'll say one other one. Real, okay. So you can do a lightning round of two, two questions. I'll, I'll give you two questions that are just real fast, and then you can ask that catfish one. So one of them said, just because these are fucking weird, does anyone have or does anyone leave hooks on their lures? Oh, Not yeah. on their lures. I'm saying this wrong. Does anyone leave? hooks or lures tied on to their bait casters or do you cut them off and reel them up every time yeah who told you this like <laughs> i don't sounds I have, like a lot of fucking work if you ask me i've never heard of this before you should not cut off your stuff that's crazy if somebody out there has a good reason to cut them off and reel them up let me know but no way dude never sure that's mm -hmm. it's even how you hook up your stuff to make sure your line doesn't get all tangled and weird like oh maybe yeah. if you don't Good point you know you don't want to bend the rod up when it normally bends the other way but don't you don't have to tighten it that much just well, hook that's what up i was your, gonna say <laughs> yeah just hook up your line and then just tighten it so there's no slack in your line and you know and hook up your lure to whatever and then that's it. You don't have to fuck with it. I think it's crazy. I've never heard of anything like that. So that one I say. Yeah, it's weird. No, don't cut it off. I don't know who told you that. They're, they're bad <laughs> friends. And <laughs> the other one, where did I put my... I had other notes. Okay, so All right. what was the one you were looking for again? So the the smelt one. Ah, yes. Are the smelt running in Duluth yet? So I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> I know. know. Smelts of fish, but I don't know yeah. what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, so I'm sure that they like spawn or whatever. I don't know anything about smelt, but I wrote this down not only because of the question, but because of the answer somebody gave. It was one of my favorite things I've ever seen. It's <laughs> It's such a weird Minnesotan answer. The guy says, are the smelt running in Duluth yet? And the answer he gets is, when the oak leaves 
are the size of squirrel's ears is when the smelt are running. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Just I don't even I don't even know what that means. But if he's right, and that's something you're wondering about, just remember that when the oak leaves are the size of squirrel's ears, that's when the smelt are running. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know, I'm bringing that knowledge. I don't even know what that means, but you have it. I have it. Cool. Now we know it's going to be a fun thing. Like if anybody ever asks you that in the future, <laughs> somebody just says, <laughs> you just, I just like, I would love to do it. Like just in passing, you just walking past somebody talking to, to their friend and they're just like, are the smelt running yet? And you're just like, yeah, when the oak leaves are the size of squirrels ears, that's when they're running. You just keep walking. No more, <laughs> just, no more information like on it. Passing in a yeah. Park. Yeah. Cause you can't, we don't have any information. None of us have any more information than that. We can't help them any further than that. Just like give them that information, a little nod of the cap and keep walking. Then you're just done. <laughs> when the oak leaves are the size of squirrels ears, that's when they're running. Yep. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Shit. All right, man. Well, obviously we have to do one of these again. There is also go to patreon.com yeah. slash real AFTV, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. There is a tier where me and Tim each month will do a Patreon exclusive YouTube show. And the Patreons get to write in with questions and answers or with questions that they want us yeah, yeah. to answer you guys give us or you can write in answers. with questions and answers and then you we'll can just do read that. that shit if you got questions and answers like the squirrel ears I, oak leaf you know i'm totally cool with that I, like <laughs> i will read the question and the answers when they're that good yeah we're doing it hell yeah all right well this month we are going to keep it geeky in the second half and we are going to talk video games every time so we are going the, to cut off here with our fishing Q&A episode, uh, and we are going to go in the second half. We're going to talk about our experiences and where Resident Evil's going now, because um, we're going to have opinions. We've been playing this shit since it came out on PS1, so... Oh, my goodness. We've been since, around the block. Since the first one, dude. It's a dope oh. game. <laughs> it's a dope game. All right. Hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm having more fun watching my with the camera, right? Watching myself. Hey, I know I've been saying it the whole time during the podcast, but I want to say it again. Patreon.com slash real AFTV, R E E L A F T V. We're on Patreon. It is a monthly subscription, basically. It's a membership program that you can go to and you can help support Real AF TV as little as a dollar a month even if that's all you got. Uh, we do encourage you to go up to at least three because, you know, the tax man always wants their money. So a dollar, eh, it actually turns into a few cents by the time it gets to us. But that is not the point. We don't care. We're going to give you exclusive Patreon updates even at a dollar. The podcast is going to remain free. And Tim, we have ambition to do more, but we just need... So much more. We just need the help of the listeners to share real AF TV, even just subscribe and all that fun stuff. But Patreon is really where we're making our drive. So that way we can get the financial help that we need so we can start editing video and doing more video because that just yes. takes time and money. 
Yep. And video is, oh, I want to do so much video. I have so many ideas and you guys can help make that possible. So yes, we, we started the podcast so we could start making content. Obviously the name real AF TV indicates that we founded this with the idea of doing video. It's just been all leading up to this point. So please share real af tv with your friends with your family with everybody and let them know about the patreon it is just a monthly subscription you're in control you want to give us a hundred bucks a month and then dip down to one dollar a month or just get out of here it doesn't matter because you're in control we're gonna do all we can to keep you around keep you entertained but we appreciate you just sharing it so much appreciate it and we're back to the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. Tim, I need to go turn on my backlight because now the video is <laughs> not consistent. Uh-oh. Oh, it just turned on. Oh, look at that. My wife got it. Boom. We're nice. back and we're Magic. rolling. We're Thanks, keeping Sarah. that in. <laughs> I'm wearing headphones. You can't hear, but I'll... We'll... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. We're going to keep that in. Maybe she'll that, watch it later. Do our wives ever watch this stuff? No, they don't hear shit we ever say. That's that's why we're going to try to make that money on Patreon and then never well, that's let them know how much seg- we're actually making. That's a perfect segue into I saw a super weird butt at Walmart today. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are in the second half trying to talk about Resident Evil, but we're going to talk I, about a weird butt for sure. I got, dude, I got to tell you just real quick because it was so awkward. Yes, this, I want to this, hear this story. I'm in this, suspense now. This lady had, she was bow-legged, so her knees came together. And she had absolutely no thigh definition, but she had a big butt. <laughs> so, so it was like wide, and then it went from her hips, and then just like came in under the butt cheeks real tight to these tiny little legs that went in even closer together at the knees. It was the weirdest looking thing ever <laughs> for you to be wearing like the tight yoga pants. Just saying like you should maybe just wear some more relaxed fit stuff because that looked super weird. <laughs> I knew that's exactly where this was going is that there <laughs> everybody just thinks that they can wear tights and yoga pants now. Yeah, and I mean, know your body. I get like people are just like, I can wear what I want. You can. But you it can. looks silly. I know my body type. I'm not wearing fucking yoga pants. Everybody, if I wore yoga pants to a store, for sure people would be like, what are you doing? And I would look <laughs> down and just be like, oh, man, I know. I fucked up. You're, you're right. People get so offended these days. They're just saying like, I know. I'm just telling you, you can wear them if you want, but I'm going to be behind you being like, that looks fucking weird. <laughs> just saying just saying I'm, i can't stop myself from thinking it and i know right. i'm not the only one so right yeah it's just if you don't fit in a medium t-shirt don't fucking wear a medium yeah don't right. wear a medium you know, same thing not medium yeah <laughs> just don't do it it's it's just don't anyways right. <laughs> let's talk about resident evil since resident evil 8 just dropped the yes. week before the podcast is dropping. I have I have good Resident Evil stories. I have many Resident Evil stories, but 
I wanted to ask, did you play Resident Evil 7? Mm. I don't know that we ever talked about it. That was that's the PS4 version, the first um it's the first one in first person, I guess. I don't know if I played that one. Which would, one was Let me just say this. 7. What was you it would called? know if yes. you played it. Dude. I played 7. That was you the did. One, that was the one was it like Biohazard or some shit? Yeah. Yes. yes. Resident yes, Evil I 7 Biohazard. One. It was the first time that the Japanese name because remember the original Resident Evil came over or like back in the day when we first started playing Resident Evil on the PS1, it was called Biohazard in Japan. And then it came over here and it was called Resident Evil. Oh, I did not know that. That oh is, yeah, so that that's, that's cool. the story. So when seven came out, and it was like the first you like, it was the first one that just launched at the same time. As far as I know, I could be wrong. You know, like six and five and four could have launched at the same time. But right. that was the like, that was the catch. Is Resident Evil Seven is called Resident Evil Biohazard, but it's called Biohazard in Japan. So right, yeah, there's like a whole thing there. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's super cool. Yeah. Yes, I for sure played that one. That storyline is so dope. That game is so fucking scary. That it's, I figured this was a good topic. You have talked about in the earlier podcast, not so much lately, but you really talk about how much you like horror movies and stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought, dude, we got to talk about Resident Evil. You have to love this shit. They have. That I know one. you do. Yes. We're good friends. I, I know you I, fucking love this yeah. shit. Yeah. I want to play that one so badly on the VR headset. Oh, see, because that dude, there's one. So like, if you guys haven't played it, there's a part in the beginning where you're going through this house and there's like this guy and you're trying to not alert him. And when he hears you, he fucking comes at you. And that, (laughs) to have it in vr would just be like oh shit he's coming Mm -mm. he busts Mm -mm. through walls and shit man like it scares the shit out of you and just the whole thing like there's so many what the fuck moments in it just is there really have you played it so i played the demo i just i only played the demo i down i downloaded the demo because they had a free open demo for anybody who wanted it because it was such a big change in the franchise right because yeah. it went first person it yeah it's just a huge change oh, and yeah i got I know the, the chills demo. yeah i got the chills from walking around in like an attic because one time i was i was walking in and then i turned around and a mannequin had moved like right in front of me so when i turned around the mannequin was right there and i got yeah. fucking chills down the back of my yeah. neck and down uh, the, yeah. all the way down my arms and my hands and i was like oh fuck yeah and resident evil is so good at setting up those scares where when you go into some place something moves and there's mm-hmm. no possibility of catching the guy but when you go into the one room and then you have to like you do your exploring in that room and you come back out of that room. He walks mm-hmm. past the doorway, not in the doorway. You have no idea that there's anybody in the house up until that point. And then he just goes up past the doorway and you're just like, I remember the first time I played it, he walked past yeah. the doorway and I just like you would in real life. My character just stops like, Oh, <laughs> Oh shit. Not, not because I was programmed into the game, but because you just let your fingers off the sticks. Yeah. Cause just I just like, went, Oh, what the fuck was that? 
because you haven't seen anything. You're just looking. You thought you're like, there's probably something here. This game right. is set up to scare me, but like, this is a abandoned house. And then you're just like, oh, was it, is it abandoned? Was it? Was that a ghost? Was that a real? What? What did I just see? What the fuck? But yeah, so that same guy, that's the guy later on that you end up in the house with, and he's chasing you around and stuff, and the the kind of uh, ending of that segment, mm-hmm. you you go into the garage, and like basically, it ends by this guy going. I'm about to show you something wonderful and fucking takes the gun that you have in your hand under his chin and blows his own head off. What the fuck? (laughs) What? Oh my God. Spoiler alert for Resident Evil 7. Spoiler alert. Sorry if you haven't played it yet. You should (laughs) have. Holy I'm about to show you something wonderful. Oh my God. Yeah, and then uh, another spoiler alert if you haven't played it he comes back yeah Jesus of course he fucking comes back they all come oh back God. they all come back that's the yeah. whole thing around they all come back and the, the song too oh man I've never heard that song before but it's some mm. like old timey like British I, I'm assuming it's British because of the name Okay. But it's just like this little kid voice that's just like, go tell Adoroli. Oh, and then yeah. it's like, it sings it for a little while. And then they literally say that everyone is dead. You're like, oh what God. the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Just this little kid singing that creepy ass song. But oh, yeah. Little kids, they're the that, creepiest. <laughs> that is a good, good game. The storyline is creepy. All the bosses that you have to fight, the puzzles, the puzzles are hard in that one. Oh, I really? Had to, I had to get help in the, there's like a secondary, you're almost on this, like, to start out, you're on this person or like this family's like land and there's okay. multiple yep. houses. There's like yep. the main house, there's a side house. The one side house is like all booby trapped and stuff. And like, I don't think I would have figured it out without looking it up. I was was struggling, man. Damn. Hard shit. Yeah. Damn. That is one thing I've always liked about the franchise is that it's like, it's freaky. It's like the whole thing is sort of a puzzle game, but like you've never been, you've never been just killing zombies you've never just been surviving zombies like that's not what that game is it's not no. just surviving creepy shit right that's not the no. hook yeah it's, no. it's good you got to get the puzzles yeah and it's like right a lot of them will be like a puzzle like there's precursors to everything where you'll what does that mean? like well you'll walk up to something and you'll look at a statue like you can do everything and, it, yeah. and it'll be like no oh, this is a statue it looks like there's a piece missing and then you're yeah. like, oh, all right, I gotta find. Right. I'm gonna run yep. across the piece, and then when you find the piece, you're like, oh shit, I gotta go yep. back to where that statue was. That's this is what I just found. Yeah. And then when you yeah. get that, you're like, oh man, like, 
like I've played so many of these games that you almost get like that pit in your stomach. You're just like, fuck, I found the piece, but now they want me to go back in that same room. And I know right. the guys are going to be like different than they were Something's before. Be there. Yeah. Like, and that was in the second one where the jump scare, where you walk down the hallway and there's nothing there the first time. And when mm-hmm. you come back through the fucking dogs bust through the window and you're like, Oh shit. The- Fuck. Oh my yeah. god, I hated that dude. <laughs> Playing that on PS1. I I oh my god. Dude, okay. I was playing it with uh my friend from across the street and we had that happen to us and we we paused it and we just stopped. We turned on all the lights in like the entire basement. We and, and it wasn't like there weren't we weren't playing in the dark to try to be scared because we knew we were fucking scared of this game. Yeah. But when that happened, we got so freaked out, but we wanted we had to get to the next save point because remember on PS1, right, right, there right. was no autosave. Yeah. Just like shit. There was no autosave. I can't. If I stop now, I'm just gonna have to do this shit again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we got so goddamn scared. I we just we froze. We froze in that same chill that I talked about when I when I turned around about in the Resident Evil Seven demo, where it like went down the back of my neck and my arms and mm-hmm. shit. That happened then, and and we he he was playing. He paused it, drops the controllers. My memory, and we just stood there, <laughs> <laughs> just breathing heavy. <sighs> Fuck. Yes, I literally. Went and got my dad. Like we're just like we can't do it. We can't. We're like the room is right there. It's right around the corner, but we can't move. Like we feel paralyzed in this spot. <laughs> we couldn't move. I had to go. We turned on all the lights. I had to go get my dad. We couldn't do it, dude. This Whoa. is we're like, you know, we're not quite teenagers, but we're yeah, like, <laughs> it was dude. just like no, no, I can't do this. Yeah. This is PS One. Look at the graphics on PS One. Right. No, I know. The graphics compared to I today, re- compared to seven. I remember, like, we just had such good imaginations back then because, like, we never, it's as good as it was. Like, right. it, we yeah. never had anything better. Sure. So you just had to imagine it looking yep. normal. Like, I remember there being. Well, and still, it was CDs. So the sound was really, really, yeah. really good. <laughs> so that was, that was a huge part of it. But I remember, like, people even just talking about, like, Laura Croft and just being like, oh, she's so hot and you're like she's a fucking bunch of boxes yeah for real dude for real that's a really good point is like yeah laura croft was like oh my god she's so hot and you're like what yeah there was a game shark for you kids at home game shark was a thing that you could buy and actually plug it into the system that would be able to like plug in codes and like cheat codes that were beyond like what you could just do, like up, up, A, B, whatever, you know. Right. And it'd give you like 30 lives or know, something like that. Square, triangle. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. This was like a hack. This was like a hack machine. Oh, it was a legitimate hack machine. And I remember having that for the original PlayStation and Tomb Raider 2. I could play a version where Laura didn't have any clothes on. And I remember just being like, oh, 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 oh she's naked. <laughs> I saw photos of that not too long ago. It's mm-hmm. like a tan box with a brown box on it for a boob. 
And you're just like, I remember being a kid just being like, oh, I could see your boobs. And you're just like, it's a box with another box on it. That's not a boob. <laughs> That's not a boob. It's <laughs> not a boob. <laughs> That's just so good. So silly. Back, like what you look at now to just be like, right. cannot believe we actually thought like, like you would brag about it, dude. Totally yeah. saw Laura Croft's titties. <laughs> <laughs> you go to school the next day. And then everybody, yeah, and it wasn't even like you're being stupid. Everybody else is just like, shut up, dude. Can we come over? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, you can come over. I'll show you. <laughs> you hide your Game Shark book quick. You're like, shit. Right. Look, I just got this version. <laughs> right. <laughs> So to, I want to get back to two now because two was definitely my big intro into it. Like that was when I got hooked. It was like, oh my God, yeah. two discs and you can fucking play one as Jill and you can play one as Chris. And it was like, holy shit, it was cool because it was two games in the same place and they overlapped. With they did such a goddamn good job on that game. And I'm actually playing the remake on PS4 right now, which oh, it's so it's so good and it's really fun to play because someone who really got invested in it back in the day on the PS1, I still yeah. kind of remember it. It's fucking weird. Like I can still yeah. sort of, like you were saying, walk up to the statue and it'll say, this is a jade statue. It needs a jade diamond. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Right. Yep. I remember that stuff too. Like I remember weird specific stuff. Like sometimes where you're like, <laughs> not... Like, not everything, but I'll be, like, coming down this, like, one thing, and I'm just like, oh, shit, there should be a green herb around this corner. And then, like, oh, there is. Like, right, weird stuff right. like that. Like, I knew there yeah. was going to be that herb there. Yeah. Just are, you playing, are you playing Resident Evil 2 Remake? I, we've never no. talked about that before. No, I did okay. play a little bit of it. Like, the there was a demo that came out that I played some of it, mm, but mm-hmm. I never actually got it. So I, I know what you're talking yeah. about, where, like, the nostalgia just from the demo was like, oh shit! I know, yeah. like all this is coming back to me right now. It's isn't that weird? Yeah, like, it and feels it's so, weird so much better. The cutscenes, the cutscenes are dope. Plus, they put it in like the problem with the old ones. If you guys haven't played them, was the camera was like fixed up in the corner of the room. Yep. And then when you went to the next room, the camera could sometimes change. And your orientation would completely change based off of where the camera was. Yep. So now up is down, down is up. And sometimes you're running from one room to the next trying to get away from something. Mm-hmm. And up just became down and you run right back into where you were trying right to get away back. from. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. Like, Damn it. <laughs> yes. And now they've completely changed the whole gameplay to where you don't have any of that because... Yep. the machines can handle it now. I mean, like you <laughs> right. said, yeah, yeah. Two discs, that was part of Resident Evil, right? Like back in the day when we started playing it, part of that whole thing was those pre-rendered backgrounds allowed them to put all the polygons into the characters. And so they had, the, it, what, that's what it was. It was pre-rendered backgrounds and that's why the camera had to stay fixed is because it wasn't 3D. It was just a JPEG with, you know, yeah. 3D information in it. And right. so the the backgrounds looked really good. The characters looked better than a normal full 3D game. Um, it, it really turned it up a notch. Yep. Yep. Plus the and size then, of like, I don't remember playing a game where there was like 
that much space to roam. It wasn't free roam, right. but like nope. you would go through this room and then you go upstairs and then there'd be like all these rooms to like search. And you're like, this place is fucking huge. And it's not even the <laughs> only building you're in. Right. You know? It was yeah. like, it was so different from what we were used to. Right. Yeah. Big time. Because you could, there was a map. Yeah to get around the mansion, but like you felt like you were in a mansion. It just, it just got you in. Right. So well, well. they feel, did such a good yeah. job. It feels so much bigger too. When there's like bad stuff trying to like hurt you right. where every time yeah. you open a door and you're like, this room's pretty big, a lot of space for a lot of things to go wrong, man. <laughs> you know, like it, it makes yeah. you so much more nervous. Sure. Sure. I, so um, the original, well, this gets really kind of into the weeds, I guess. <laughs> so Resident Evil 1 was a PS1 game, and then they remade it on the GameCube and just continued to keep it Resident Evil, and it was in full 3D, but it still had the locked cameras. And if I rem- I don't know for sure, but I think it also had what you were just talking about, the weird lock where up is down and down is up all of a sudden. Yeah. And then they ported it to current consoles and it came out on PS plus. So I've been playing, I had also been playing the resident evil remake on PS four of the GameCube remake of the PS one game. Okay. <laughs> that kind of inception that just happened. Right. But it has locked dream cameras. Inside a dream inside a dream inside a dream. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, so I was playing that, and that has the that has new controls in it. So the locked camera angle doesn't screw with you like the old hmm. version. Now, I kind of want to go back and actually play the old version and just be like, is it as bad as we remember? I think the answer is yeah. yes. It well, is as re- bad as we remember. Yeah, do you remember, too, that like because of how everything was, there was like a slight delay of loading time, too, when you oh, went there would be certain, that like Yeah, where you, where you go from one to the next, and it'd be like... And then you're in and then you'd so some of the times where you'd be like going from one room and then you hit the wrong button and go back in, you're mm-hmm. all of a sudden just like eh, uh, uh, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. He's going to fucking get me. And that was like even more of the suspense, too, which like it, it sucked, <laughs> but it made it more suspenseful because you're like yes. these short little clips of like you're in this room and then you're back and you see the zombie behind you and then you're going the right way again. And then you're yep. back and he's a little bit closer to you. And every time you're just like, no, nah, fucking shit. He's <laughs> you're just like, I don't have enough health. You know, it, it wasn't right. it wasn't like the newer ones where like he catches me. I'm dead. Right. It was just like if he hits me, I am going to be struggling here. Right. Like yep. we, this is not good. You know, and sometimes <laughs> like you even know, like that was back in the day, too, where not everything was auto saved. So you, right, yeah. you'd play a little bit further and you can't get past a part because you're getting just lit up and you're like, damn it, I need to make sure that my health is full. And you fuck up a couple of times on that stuff and he catches you and you just shut the machine off. You're like, I'll start over from the last save point. I can't take that damage. I need to make it through that room the right way. That was back in the day when the reset button was still there. You just right. And quick just, reboot. Yeah, just get mad. Hit the reset button, throw the fucking controller. <laughs> Shit. I had a Nerf controller for that purpose. 
<laughs> they, they made controllers out of it. They Nerf actually made a PlayStation controller for a little while. And then you somebody oh could go God, wrong and you awesome. could just fucking shit. It was made out of foam. Yeah, it was made out of foam. It didn't matter what it hit. <laughs> you weren't going to break it. <laughs> That's so good. So a lot of Resident Evil's resource management. And I the, the reason why I bring that up is because you said, like, I don't have enough health for that. And also, yeah. you don't want to use your health because it's like the whole damn time. You're just like, all I got to do is save all these health packs because I know that final boss. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking need them. I'm yep. going to totally need them. And yep. does Resident Evil 7 still have that resource management? Because I've also heard about, like, there's a puzzle game sort of about managing your inventory. I don't, I don't know. I, I never played oh, it. That there is like not in seven so much, but there like, it got to a point where you had cases and you could hold oh. stuff in your case and you could upgrade your case, but there was like spaces and they would take up like this piece takes up like three spaces or whatever. Okay. So you yep. would put it, it was like, playing kind of Tetris or whatever you had to not oh. Tetris, but you had to lay everything in there the right way. And okay. you know, you could waste space if you didn't lay everything in there, right. You could turn oh, the pieces. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, this is a two piece. This is a three piece. Yep. You know? Okay. Is so that how they keep? Cause like the idea of resident evil is the resource. Like things are scarce. It's a zombie apocalypse yeah. or, or whatever. Uh-huh. Like it's a, it's a hard to navigate place. So is, is that how they make you in resident evil seven? Because I'm hearing similar things about resident evil eight, seven, no seven is seven is different. I can, I honestly can't remember. I don't think it was sure. quite the same. I think seven. Uh Oh, did your battery just die? I think so. That's okay. Just let the battery... Do. Oh, well, your camera dropped off. We're figuring oh, it out. We're learning our should, equipment. <laughs> yeah. Should I just leave it then? Yeah, or, that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's All right. right. We'll just let it go. That's going to be Sorry, how guys. Tim lost his camera. That's yep. how it'll be. I, I'm, I'm going to get a cord, but right now I only have batteries, so sorry. Audio um, listeners, you didn't miss out on anything. You didn't miss out on anything. You're just confused <laughs> that while we're talking about it, we're just like, uh oh. They're like, what? What's uh oh? Right. But no, so I can't really remember how it worked, but I do think that it was in seven where you had to go through um in the I think the cases started in four. Oh. But okay. when you went to grab stuff out of your case and move stuff around, mm-hmm. it would actually pause the game pretty much and you could kind of see the background while you were getting stuff ready. Oh, seven. Okay. If I remember correctly, you could not. So oh. shit's coming at you and you got to grab stuff out of your case on the fly. Oh, and you're just God. like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I need this. I need so this. Stressful. Yeah. You're literally trying to like find a good spot to stop and grab. Like it makes it more realistic and it's scary, but there's sure. also a decent amount in that game of the shit that I don't like where it's the stuff that you can't kill. What like do you, mean? It, you can, you can like hurt it to the point where it stops for a minute, but it will eventually get back up and keep coming for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Or, I don't like that don't like stuff. That. It's too stressful. I don't yeah. like, I don't like my video games to be stressful like that. Like I get why they do it and it's, it, it is scary. So it makes sense to me, but at the same time, it's like, 
uh, I just don't care for that stuff. Dead Space did it too. Ah, they all do it. I, I, I think that the the, I think Resident Evil Two did that for me in the sense of like I didn't I couldn't kill shit just because I didn't have the resources, and that's the part that I'm okay with. But like, yeah, the ability to just not kill it anyway. Ah, see, I don't like that. I just like it always comes back. That kind of, that pisses me off, and it and it. To me, is a compensation for resource management because too many people bitch about resource management. That's what I think happened, but I could be wrong there. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I don't necessarily like that part of it because, like, if I'm trying to save my ammo or whatever, or my resources, yeah. I will yeah. try to blow past stuff sometimes. But every once sure. in a while, it's like I feel like there's something to this room. I want to explore it. Right, but I'm not gonna do it with that fucker over there. <laughs> right, getting in the back corner, up, I'm man. I got fucking kill it. I gotta murder that guy. Right, and I think you can kill it so it doesn't come back. But it's so okay. much to do so. Like it's mm. like you really have to like give it everything. And there's more than one. So you're like you went all out to kill him. Oh, and now and now you have another one that showed up. And so then his like, fucking fuck. partner shows up, and you're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, damn it. Ah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, so that, I mean. But, I, I mean, is it, I'm assuming Res, Resident Evil 7 it didn't make your favorite list out of all of them. How many have you played, I guess, first? Mm, most of them. Six was lame. Six was lame. That's what I always hear. Yeah. I always hear six. I tried to play. I, I bought five and then I never opened the motherfucker. But five I heard was that dope. that was like, it was, it was, su- it, it played on four's action, right? Like, it, like four kind of brought yeah. it into the action yeah. realm and five yeah. continued that. Four was my favorite one of all time. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Third yeah. person. So good. And then when you finish and it. And Leon again, just want to yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you fish, finish the game. You unlock mercenaries and it becomes like a whole another game. Oh shit. Where you get to play as all the characters. There's like you and like you have Leon and you have Ada, oh. Ada Wong, and then you also have um there's the uh like bad guys. Like the the bad guys throughout the movie, you can be or so, throughout the game that mm-hmm. like you can play them. And it's oh, literally shit. like you have like a timed it's almost like an arcade version of it where like oh, they're going to yeah. keep sending hordes at you and you just have yeah. to kill as many as you can. Yeah. And there's things that you can get to unlock more time mm-hmm. and there's combos that you can do and all this stuff. And you're just trying to get the most points yeah. by just killing like nonstop. Yeah. It's Dude, a completely I, new video game and I loved I, it so much. That's awesome. Yeah. That was in four. That was that in four. Game? Yep. Yeah. That was in four and four was basically the same thing as five. You just get new okay. characters that you're playing through. Yeah. And four was like you start in like a Spanish-speaking European country, and five was like in Africa. Okay, yeah. I just remember it being really like desert-like, yes. and yep. I never got around. Yeah, I actually have four for PS2, which is what it released on. I have it. I got it for Christmas, and I never finished it, which is so weird because I finished like over 50 PS2 games. And I never got around to Resident Evil 4, which was like, it's so made from given how my experience with Resident Evil 2 went, 
it, it was just like made for me. And I'm just like, that's such a big open void in my gaming. I have it out still. Like it still sits around like, you got to play that game. You need to play that game. <laughs> you do need to play that game. It's my I, favorite I, one of all time. Yeah. And which, five, mm-hmm. five is good too. It's just like, I just like four better. I think the characters are better. They're creepier. Mm. They have their like chanting and stuff and mm-hmm. just like there's different just the storyline setting it up too. like I think for I saw less of it coming mm. like where I think the storyline's better in four where yeah. you start out like I guess you see it coming, okay. but you just don't know what to expect. And five is like, right this is the same thing as four. So I know what's about to happen. <laughs> so you're like, ah, I kind of see that coming. <laughs> right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, with, with eight now being out fresh, brand new, um, neither one of us have been able to get our hands on a PS five yet. So that isn't the appeal for this one, but it is on PS five. Um, would you get it for PS4 though? Like, are you excited for it? Did you even know Resident Evil Village was a thing? I did. I have looked into it somewhat. Yeah. Um, I I've never been the kind of guy that wants to know a lot about the games before they come out, especially yeah, when I, I just love you. the genre. I just want mm-hmm. to buy the game and experience everything for myself. Right. Instead of hearing like I looked into it on YouTube a little bit, and yeah. there's like people putting out videos that are like eight things you should know about resident evil village before you buy and i'm like i don't want to know anything about it before i buy it i just want to buy it and play it right and it's all fresh i got you yeah so i'm excited about it but honestly with the the podcast and everything we're trying to do and the amount of work i have and then the free time i do have at home my son's three yeah i can't play resident evil in front of him like right. I just don't think I can get away with it right now. <laughs> so yep. yep. He's too much of a sponge. He really can get it. But yeah, yeah. I, I no, I hear you. I'm still trying to beat The Last of Us Part Two, which came out before my daughter was even born. So there we are. There <laughs> <laughs> but again, go to patreon.com slash real AFTV, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. Help us out so we can do more of this, which hey. Means playing yeah. video games sometimes too, I guess. And if you want to watch us, yeah. And if you want to watch us play video games, if that's something somebody like everybody's interested in too, definitely yeah. let us know. We can make that happen. Yeah. Yes, for sure. We can. We have the technology. Do we, we have the time? That's the question. Um, I want to know. Have you heard? Because you got Netflix now, so that's new-ish in your life. We talked yep. about that in the physical media podcast, I believe. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. So that was just a, a few episodes ago in episode 18, where we talked about physical media. And I believe that's when you dropped the the bombshell. You have Netflix now. Did you know Netflix picked up a Resident Evil animated series? No, I did yeah, not. Dude, it drops in July already. Dude. Yeah. I I want to check that out. There's a there's a Dead Space animated series that's fucking hardcore. What? Yeah, it's hardcore. Where the fuck do you find that? I don't know. I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know where to find it though. I, I can't. And it's remember. like official. It's not like some fanfic 
fuck film? No, no, it's no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's been it was out there for a, like it's been out there for a while. Like when Dead Space came out, you know, like I think it was the first one. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty hard. It's just like the game. Oh, it's okay. it's hardcore, man. That's fucking cool. I had no idea. This oh and. You know, of course, Resident Evil 2. Of course, it would be Resident Evil 2. That's pretty much what it looks like that this Netflix special. Special? No, that's not the right way to put it because it seems like it's going to be like a miniseries or something like that. But the point that I'm trying to make is like, of course, because they're catering to our generation, our group of our age group, uh, because we're the ones paying for Netflix primarily now. And what do we remember? Just like I have been doing this whole time, Resident Evil 2. So... That's what it seems like it's going to be, is kind of the, the the Claire and Leon show. But it looks dope, dude. I'm totally going to put it on the list and do my best to watch it. Uh, didn't you have a Blu-ray that was an animated, like, from, oh, I don't know, 10 years? It can't be 10 years ago. There, yeah, there was, a, there was a Resident Evil 3D animated movie. There was. Yeah. yeah. See, so I'm not recalling that. Yeah. So it's kind of it seems like it's going to sort of be in the vein of that if I remember that correctly. But did you have that? Yeah, I think I still have it someplace. What? Yeah. I, what was it? I don't even remember, man. It Me was neither. like I remember it being okay. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it being like much. So I I really can't remember what it was about at all. But it was just like a. Resident Evil movie that kind of looked more like the game, but right, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I really can't tell you any more than that. I just, <laughs> I just remember that it exists. Yeah, so no, that, that nothing I, to write I, home I, about. <laughs> right, because didn't set in very well. But yeah, Netflix has a like picked up a animated series and it it drops in July. So I'm pretty pumped for that. I'm I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. That's that's for damn sure. Uh, and on that note, did did you get into the uh, shit? I wanted to call her Mila, Mila Kunis. Why the fuck? That's not her name. Mila did Joko- you get into the real Joko- life movies? Yeah, the Mila Mila Joko is it Djokovic or Jovovic? Yeah. Okay. So her yeah. first name the- is Mila. Yeah. Okay. So I was right on that. Part. I remember there was a stupid ass. <clears throat> they had those Spike Award TVs. And they gave out like the dumbest awards, and one of them was hottest Mila, and it was just those two up against each other. What? The yeah, fuck? <laughs> that so would dumb. never fly in this in twenty twenty one. No, never. and Mila Kunis wins, and she walks up there and accepts the award, and she's like, "Thanks, I guess. Like I'm hotter than one other girl this, with one the same other. name." <laughs> just so dumb. That's the weirdest fucking thing. Like it's she so threw that dumb. in the garbage. She didn't even take that home. She just was like, "This is fucking weird." Yeah, or she has it in her closet and opens it up and looks at it every once in a while when she's <laughs> having a bad day. She's like, "I am hotter than that one, though." <laughs> just, I don't. I would think not, probably, because she's got to know that she's hot. They're both hot, right? So that's, that's why they're movie stars. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm not saying that's the only reason why they're movie stars, right. but that's why they're like big time leading ladies in right. these like exactly. movies where they need a hot chick. Right. You know, it's just it's <laughs> how it works. It's not that they're yeah. not good at acting. It's just yeah. like, that's just how it works. Yeah. No, I have watched everyone. I have yeah, watched all did? of them. 
Damn. Yeah. Kick so, ass. They're not as good as the games, but they're still good movies. Yeah, I remember when the first one came out, and I was I was into it. I think I thought they did a really good job. It was fun to watch. Like it was fun to watch and make the connections of the game and and then things like that. I actually had the second one, uh, Apocalypse. Yes, Apocalypse, on UMD for the PSP. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough, that was the last one that I watched. <laughs> like yeah. I just I just watched the first two so much like the video game. I I pretty much played the first two and then yeah, kind of fell they're, off. They're still good and they bring in like characters that you know. Um Oh, cool. But yeah, it's like well, you didn't play 4. No, so but go ahead and, and talk about four all you well, want there's... because I've listened to enough video game stuff where I have a. It's not spoiled for me by any means. I I definitely still would love to play it someday, but you know, I think yeah. whatever you're gonna say, I'll get it. I guess I'm now maybe I'm thinking remembering it wrong. Do you know Wes? Oh, yeah. Is it Wes? Wes is in the first one. Yeah, is he the like main bad guy, right, with the sunglasses? Or yeah. am I thinking of yeah? Nope. You're on. So yeah, okay. So yeah, I I think I'm remembering that wrong. Where West was the in the first one, and then he he's a playable character once you get to mercenaries. He's not. I don't think he's actually in. Okay. Okay. Or maybe he is. I can't. I need to play through four again. I don't think he's actually in the game. I think you just get to play Ooh. as him. Maybe that's a Patreon goal where me and Tim play four together uh, again. Oh, that would or be like so I dope. play for the first time and that's yeah. and Tim plays it again. We talk. About I think it five we can play co-op. I yes, I actually thought that because on the cover there's two people. I know yeah. that for a fact. Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. That is. But cool. anyways, um, yeah, like I remember in one of the the mo- one of the movies, like Wes is in it. <clears throat> Um, you know, it kind of follows that same narrative, like where they get to the, the getting towards the end of the movie and you Mm. finally like encounter him, you know, Ah. where she's trying to find him. Okay. Knowing that he's the bad guy. And yeah, I don't remember. I know that none of them were like super great. I think the one after was it Apocalypse? One of them got real yeah. weird. Where Apocalypse there was, was like two. So my memory is like Apocalypse was the second one and it was decent. And it, it sort of just kind of kept in the theme. You know, they kept they kept with it is what I'm yeah. saying. It seems like they did a good job just keeping with it and being its own thing, but sort of, you know, but still being part of the the Ari universe. And then. I rem- I swear the poster of the third movie was like the cover of the fifth game, but the po- as in like it seemed kind of deserty and Africy, like it just seemed kind of deserty oh, and dusty. Yeah, yeah, and that the f- it gave me more Mad Max vibes than it did fucking Resident yeah, Evil. To be right. honest, yeah, it kind of was that where there was like I mean some of it felt a little bit forced. Where I remember that oh, really? it was in that one where like. All of a sudden, there's like a trailer, and I can't remember why there's a trailer, but they open the trailer doors, and it's like just plump full of zombies. They all come oh. running out, and then it's time to like oh. fight those zombies or whatever. 
What? It's like I can't remember why like any somebody of that stuff transported happened. them as a weapon or something. Well, no, I think it was more like they were trying to like hold the doors shut, but then they couldn't. But you're just like, then you start thinking like, why the how the fuck did they get them all in there in the first fucking place? That was exactly yeah. If you're seeing the video version, you saw my face <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just weird. That's fucking some of that weird. stuff. But there's one of them. I can't remember which one it was. There's one of them where, like, everything ends up being like a simulation. That one's kind of cool. Hmm. Where they're definitely, but, never it, saw that. but it's also like confusing. Where it seems like I they're know. running a simulation, like in Japan, where everything's happening, and then you, I think it's like the first. I think it's the first one where they show that girl like walking through like the. Yep. the intersection in Tokyo and it's like okay. pouring rain and then like that shows how like the outbreak starts but hmm. maybe that's not but I feel like that one was in an earlier movie and then you have it in this like maybe it's even the fourth one where they're showing that simulation again but then it's like ends up being the simulation of a bunch of different stuff and there ends up being huh. like almost like Nazis there's some shit I can't remember it's fucking weird yeah, that sounds weird as fuck. Yeah, it gets so they kind of got crazy. off the rails. It sounds like yeah, to me. they're like yeah, they're at one point they're driving like a nice Bentley in this place, and yeah, it's I don't I can't huh. even remember. All I remember is like weird, like tidbits that hmm. don't really seem to fit together at all. Like just like now, yeah, I yeah. can't describe to you what the yeah. movie was. I'm just like. That part was <laughs> weird, and that part was weird. <laughs> There's but, <laughs> these tiny little like clips, and they're nondescriptive almost. Yeah, because like the storyline <laughs> was weird enough that I can't really like it didn't stick. But I can tell you, like, yeah, at one point they were in a Bentley for some reason. And I think they were right. Nazis. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and you're just like, so that's about my memory of it. Yeah, and I know uh, there was liquors for sure. There were a couple of liquors involved yeah, in that. So Resident Evil freaking poster child basically yep um before we wrap up here i gotta ask because you started to sort of i i think you were alluding to it but i have only heard it i've never played it so i i think you it was leading to it or maybe four was the start of it but isn't there like a minute game or something like that where you have a minute to beat the entire game and you have you keep the clock going ticking up from a minute by killing zombies and like doing certain tasks and stuff like that. Is that sort of what that horde mode on four was starting? Have you ever heard of this thing? Am I just like losing my shit? No, I've heard of it. I think you're thinking of a different video game It in the, in okay. the mercenaries there was where you start with like a little bit of time and you keep getting the time. Okay. And you're basically just trying to make it last for as long as you can killing as many zombies as you can. Cause it's all mm. about points. Mm-hmm. because once you get so many points that's how you can like unlock other characters and shit too oh so yeah so you're trying to get the points and stuff but i'm i think you're thinking of uh oh what was that there's another movie it was real dark and creepy and it was about a police officer but he when he jumped you could slow down time man no, not Mad Max, but I think it was Max something. Max Payne, it? my bad. Max Payne. Max Payne, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, there's definitely a mode on Max Payne for that. I know yeah, that. Max is, Payne has the New York yeah. Minute mode. Yeah, the New York but, Minute. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Nice. 
I thought yeah. that Resident Evil had implemented something like that, and that's why I maybe, brought it up. Maybe they did, but not in, not in the ones that oh, I've also, played. Yeah, also, like, Resident Evil has been transferred. Resident Evil 4 has been transferred to HD, I think, twice now. Okay. Like, I think they went to PS3 and to PS4, and each time they were like, it's enhanced or whatever right so i think maybe maybe they in maybe they implemented a minute mode that but yeah you're right holy shit that's max Payne. i've been thinking about playing max Payne again on my phone because you can get it on android now and i have a sony phone that you can hook a dual shock to anyways i'm getting off topic (laughs) (laughs) we've been talking about resident evil long enough what do you say we wrap this shit up tim yeah, we should wrap it up. But that was an I was just gonna say that was another game that they made a movie out of. Yeah, they did. That was the first yeah. time I fell asleep in the theaters. Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> it's a weird slow game too, but like when you're playing it, it's different than watching it. Like I could totally see yeah. that being one where if yep. you play it on Twitch, everybody's just like, I'm not gonna watch this shit. <laughs> But when you're playing it, you're fucking super into it because there's you're some just like there's some parts that are super creepy. Yeah, they're like it's just some of them, like some of the parts get real dark. Yeah. So yeah, but really dark. That the first Max Payne gets. Yeah, there's the there's one scene where like you're in a church or something, and it's all satanic, and the whole time you're like working up to the boss of this place. And he's just screaming crazy, creepy shit, and you can't see him. You just hear him over and over. Yeah. And he's just like, the blood of the innocents will spell. And you're like, what in the fuck is going on? You can't see anybody. You're just in a room all by yourself hearing these crazy, creepy things being screamed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good game. Good very game. good game. It's not even a horror game. It's just creepy. It's just no that part. Creepy. That part's pretty much creepy or pretty much horror game, but the rest of it not so much. Right, right. All right, Tim. Let's let's just call that it. Let let's call that uh the good stuff. The 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 podcast. Let's wrap it up. Rip it, rap, rap, rap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh we definitely should close with the make sure to you know, like and follow and subscribe and all that shit on YouTube uh, because we are going to be doing more things on YouTube, especially if you support us on patreon.com slash real AFTV uh, because that is live now on the internet. If you go right now, you could, uh, you know, grab a tier, get some benefits and some and become a member. Grab a tier, shut a tier. <laughs> nah, we don't. Nah, it's just when you said tear, that made me think. Like, I just heard you say it, and I'm like, grab a tear. And then I realized, like, and that's why, that's why I said that. I don't really have any reason. It didn't really make any sense. Sorry, I'm hey. off the rails. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's how we end the podcast. We just end the podcast off the rails. Off the rails every time. It's easier that way. <laughs> <laughs>